Hey podcast listener, Billy here. Earlier this year, we set out to record an episode with our friends at Elsewhere Brewing to hear about their travels prior to opening their brewery in Grant Park in Atlanta. The episode went long, so we divided it into three parts. And if you haven't listened to part one, well, I suggest you do. We talk about their origins and their travels throughout Central and South America on that episode. But on today's episode, we pick up right where we left off, but a few beers in, to hear about their experiences traveling throughout Europe. Brussels? Yeah. Brussels well, is awesome. Brussels we is went, So we landed yeah. in Brussels, but we actually stayed in a small Limburg. farm town of Limburg. And we were... So Where's we Limburg? Went, if you're in Paris, right, where Brussels Eastern, is. in it's, Flanders, uh, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, like south east Flanders. Kind of very close to like Luxembourg. Yeah, yeah. But this, okay. this trip was like uh, not glamorous like it was like where can we stay for 10 bucks oh yeah oh i did i've done that so, here. it's awesome i stayed on people's couches but it's couch weird to do it, it, it at like 28 it's weird to do it at that yeah. age so we would do this thing it's called house sitting where you go on and you're like i'll watch your house for free it's couch surfing for adults and so we scored responsible people <laughs> right right awesome. so our first house sit was the best one of our whole trip oh, this set the standards amazing. way too yeah, high we so were we disappointed every time after this so we show up in in limbo yeah. And to the to this house, and it happens to be owned by these lawyers, and it's like this farmhouse with like a giant wine cellar, horse barn, like they've got the most beautiful dog you've ever seen. That, that's when you say, I'm to just going to stay in Belgium. I know! <laughs> so oh my we, God. This other stuff, we, uh, uh, we're staying here. So we stay there, and yeah. we've never been in Belgium before. So we're like, all right, we're gonna hit the closest like bottle shop, and we go in, and there's like it's like a dollar in a bottle. Yeah, it's awesome. And then you're like, and then you like look around, and you're like, like am I stealing this shit? Like, yes, are you yes. worried? Like, but should I be taking all this? We're like just taking oh, yeah. all the crates, so which is all gonna be yeah. drink in one week. You know, yeah. we're like all the Rodenbach, all the Cantillon. Yeah, like, Chimay blues expensive at like a dollar thirty or a thirty or whatever. Driving a racket. And then you get back here, it's like, I can't even drink Chimay, oh, it's too no. expensive. Oh, no, no, no. Drink High Life, I guess. You know, so, from there, we, like, visited a few Trappist breweries that were just, Akel. like... Where'd you go? Yeah. Akel, Orval. Yeah, Orval's cool, right? Beautiful. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got a tour by the, the brewmaster. Oh, I, so we didn't, we didn't get to go to the brewery, right? During brewing school. The, brewer, the, the brewery so looks, cool. I mean, the whole facility. Well, and there's like monk, it's weird because there's monks walking back there, but they do the accounting. The they brewers are hired hands. Yeah. And, and you think like, you think like these Trappist breweries, it's like monks stirring pots. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's, it's, it's uh, stainless stuff. steel equipment, yeah. fully automated. Yeah. yeah. And they have like 15 people working in the lab. Uh-huh. And that's where we're all. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, they're shipping worldwide. You, you got to imagine they have. Somewhat of a robust They're production. Right. They're bottle conditioning. I mean, like, yeah. they've been doing it, it. I don't know. It's hard to find a bad bottle of Revol. It's just different degrees of awesome. Yeah, and I had it fresh out the tank before they added Britannomyces. Oh, yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. you can do that at the yeah, country. No, we did that too. Yeah, yeah across the street. Yeah, the tank. But just across the street at that cafe, cafe. we had the young Orval, right. which is. Um, I think that's what the monks drink at yeah, dinner yeah, and yeah, stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was fan- yeah, it's fantastic. Anyway, it's a, a, a keel. Akel. Akel. That's one I'm not yeah. into. Yeah, it's actually right on the border of Holland, and like literally, you go out the east gate, and they have a line written or drawn on the road that is that uh, designates the border between the two countries. This but, is another land over there. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> different. Different. Yeah. Well, I guess they speak Dutch. I mean, probably pretty similar, but um, probably some Flemish. Their beer was fantastic too. Like they had just. They, I want to say they're the, the newest um, Trappist brewery in Belgium. Um, they've got an extra blonde that's basically a triple. It's like nine and a half percent. We got it in like a bomber, like a seven fifty mil, and it was, it was fantastic. Um, cool, low key Trappist brewery. 
that you can visit and just kind of it almost felt like a cafeteria inside. Where you do, you, do you get in uh, super sour breweries like Cantillon? Oh yeah, yeah. We hit Cantillon, uh, Drift Fontaine. So we had a month. Drift Fontaine. We did all of and like. We did not even a month. Like maybe two. two we were there weeks. for a month. But like in Belgium, Belgium yeah. just it's Belgium. so yeah. crazy. Like just how easily you can just. We drove the entire country. Yeah, yeah we took out to West Flutter. Yeah, we yeah. that's cool. I did a bike ride out to it. It's oh, pretty it's cool. So cool. Yeah. It seems like a great place to do a bike ride. Oh, yeah. story. Yeah, super flat roads. So I mean, the roads out there for cars are like horse trails. So it's basically bike trails. It's basically a bike trail you yeah. put a car on. Yeah, it was it was a really good time. Yeah, we hit up all the Lambic breweries. Um, like in. Lam- is it Lambique or Beer Cell? Beer Cell. Just south of Brussels. And there's like this weird Lambic museum that we were that we went to and um, <laughs> highly recommend the Lambic Museum yeah. in uh, Lambique. But it's a weird place. Yeah, we did Dreyfontaine. Dreyfontaine. Um, yeah, hit up West Flutter and then just spent like about a week in Brussels just visiting cafes and um, Yeah, the beer bars there are just the beer beer bars. Unlike are, anything are else. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. The beer food situation there is awesome too. Oh, like they right. have like a beer to see, you know. They cook with beer. They know how to pair beer. It's um. I wish I had enough time there to get a little bit outside, just the you know the square. I only spent a couple days there yeah. on two different occasions. You really need didn't really like get a outside rental car. You need like a you rental do. car, you and you need about one week. And like honestly, with one week in a rental car, you could do Cantillon. You could hit Cantillon, Dreyfontaine, or Vol. Oh, we went to West Mall. You could go to West Mall. You could hit Antwerp and West Letter. Antwerp's awesome. Did you go to the beer bar in Antwerp, Culminator? The Culminator? Is that that right across from... um, Deconics Brewery? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But the culminator, no, the culminator bar is where they have... So, what's what's the big one in Brussels that everybody goes to? Uh, oh, Delirium. Delirium Cafe. So, yeah. so, it has a menu like that, but instead of having every beer on the planet, it'll have like um, Orval current year and every year from now until like 85. Oh, they do verticals. Oh, cool. yeah. oh yeah. You can get like 10 different Orvals. Wow. That's That's incredible. Yeah. So and there's and it's wow. super off that like I walked past it four times where I found it. Okay, like, we way definitely did not find it. It is yeah. super cool. We definitely so if you go to Antwerp, if you go back, go to Culminator. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to check that out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, one of the things in Brussels that set us up for success is like we went to this um, beer festival at the end of April. Camera was Leuven. called in Leuven, oh, which yeah, is cool. where Leuven's Indian cool. Bev is yeah, yeah. like stationed cool. out of. Um, and we met, we met, just met a ton of cool people there that we linked up with throughout of our throughout yeah. our. They have a cool square there too. Right? Yeah, it's really, really cool. Their train station is really beautiful mm-hmm. too as well. Sorry, it's a random fact. It was the only time I I don't remember what the brewery was, but it was the only lambic that I've ever had where I was like, oh, I literally like think diaper. this is like. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't go up to them, but I'm like, I think this is actually flawed because we love stinky lambic, and I was like, this smells like yeah, like the freshest you, cow shit I've ever. Heard. Did you make it with the cheese? That's yeah, I know, and, and it was the kind of thing I was like, is is it? Is it? Is this right? Like, is you know, the majority of it has that you know, know wonderful yeah, loft, like but a, it was it like was a like fresh baby diaper smell, to but it. nothing else. It was. Only poop. It was so strong. And I'm like, I can't go up to the guy and ask if this is correct because he's just gonna yeah, let you do that. Yeah, it was like, out. It was yeah, sorry. Exactly. It was delicious, but yeah. I'm gonna try something yeah. else now. It's like uh, one of those reserve bottles, though, where you kind of feel like you're like you're messed up by yeah. thinking this is bad. You're like, but you're could like, this it be is that like a bottle, you know barrel you know? 48, you know bottle 200 or whatever. And you're just like, man, this looks legit, but it smells like a baby. Dog. <laughs> That's gonna be the uh, key phrase I'll use in the in, uh, Instagram post. Like smells like, like a baby diaper. That, 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 looks that, good. Smells like a baby. Two yeah. five. <laughs> smells like a baby diaper. All right. So two. Do you say about a month in, in yeah, Belgium? Yeah, month in Brussels. Like in, in Belgium. Um, and, and then, then uh, what's next? Siberia briefly, or something? Where? Siberia. No, no, we didn't get out of that far. Yeah. There's not a lot of beer. That's quite a distance from. That's a leap. Well, Siberia to Belgium too. That's we went to uh, Holland after that. We went to The Hague for like a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Hague's because beautiful. we had another house sit- situation set up. Um, and so did you, we did you ever go down there. to... Um, 
where they make the the royal Dutch blue. Um, is this in the Netherlands? Yeah, it's Netherlands. just south of the Hague, Den Haag. I don't think so. Um, Delft is the name of it. Delft. Okay. Yeah. You did not get Delft. It's, it's like a. 40 minute bike ride. Really? Really easy. Most of it nice. along a canal that's just beautiful. Flats. And you get down to Delft it's and it is. It's amazing how many bikes are out there. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it's just a. Like when you go to Amsterdam, it's like a freaking bike parking garage. Yeah, so Even in like Utrecht, right. it's like, and just getting there and you'll go through uh, Gouda, you know, or Gouda is, you know, it was, but like all that, like the yeah. passion. Pastures that are down there, and then the bike trails are so just So we were incredible. actually there and trying to see like all the the daisies, all the tulips. Yeah, and we got there like three days too late because like they cut them all and down. We, and, and we, we went had on like a, these cruiser bikes that are a brutal day. Our, uh, house sitting owner had. And they're like, she's like, yeah, you could take them. These are probably like forty pound bikes. I mean. I, they are not designed for long distances. It's, but I didn't realize, because I'd seen the flat part. We'd seen the flat part in the Netherlands. We didn't realize, like, these sand dunes Because we were going over stuff. these sand dunes. On page oh, man. But, yeah. It ended up being it was a, like a eight-hour um, journey, probably, on the bikes. We're, like, to the point where, like, getting like, off the I bike, don't know if we're gonna laying down, <laughs> and, looking but, for but water. But we're also, like, our phones yeah. don't work here. We can't, like, call a cab. Like, there's no way to get us back. Like, you know, and this goes into one of the questions that I had down. How many times did uh, you almost break up on this trip? Uh, How many fights or oh, fights? Plenty of fights. Actually, the funny <laughs> thing about it is, like, before this trip, I feel like Sarah probably would tell people, oh, we don't fight that much. Would you agree No, yeah, that? I would say before our travels, we yeah. were, like, the anomaly. We are like, we and don't like, Oh, fight. you don't fight that much. Yeah, and then on this trip where it's just, like, every freaking day, it's just, like, you're always in each other's shit. You're always on <laughs> well, top of each other. Well, because we're with each other, other all Constantly. the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 All the time. Well, so, yeah, I was like, out here for And you're all in uncomfortable situations. That's, yeah. the, that's the best yeah. thing to do. And the whole day you're trying to figure out how to say, where's the bathroom? And you've been unsuccessful for, you know, hours. And then, you know, your wife is just like, you know, you didn't do this right. And you're just like, well, fuck you. you know? And then it just turns into a fight. So, yeah. All the, I would say, like, in every city we went in, probably, we had a fight. Especially when all, we had a full day of drinking beer. Drinking. <laughs> uh, all we were really eating was French fries. And yeah, yeah. But so mostly, like, like, that, no. like, for us, people like, well, how'd you say so skinny? It's like, we just didn't eat a lot of food. We just drank beer. And the people are expecting us to, to be come fair, back. You, you are constantly walking really around long. everywhere. I know. We were walking, yeah. like, 10 miles a day, like, yeah. between the cities. But yeah, totally. we fought We fought a lot. I would say, like, we at no, no point was, like, well, maybe at some point I was just like, I'm done with this. But Yeah, so, Craig, it, <laughs> sounds, like, it sounds like you have some experience in that. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? About uh, spending every second together with yeah, your significant how other? Yeah, how it could, like, push you to the brink. You know, um, I think our relationship has changed in a lot of ways because we, we had very different careers for a long time. She was a school psychologist. I was doing this beer thing for 12 years, and then she decided that she's going to stop that and we're going to start this brewery together. So it's been, uh, I mean, she's great because she is very different-minded than I am. Being a school psychologist, she, she knows how to deal with permitting and all the crap a lot more than I do, and she just doesn't, doesn't question where I'm like, why the hell do they need this shit? I yeah. <laughs> but she's just like, let's just get it done and get it over with. I'm like, fine. And she just like takes it and she just, she, she'll like do the thing that nobody else wants to do. And it's great. Um, and I feel bad that I'm like having fun making beer over there. But like, that's what I'm supposed to do at the same time. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's different because work never really ends. It's not like we leave here and we stop talking about work. We'll be like brushing our teeth and she'll be like, have this idea of some event we got to do. So, yeah. And, and so it's something like sometimes I wish we could turn it off, but at the same time, work gets done at times when you maybe least expect it and some good ideas might good come ideas. up. Good ideas. Yeah, that's point. a crazy thing. Yeah. yeah. I would say that while we did fight a lot, um, we came up with great ideas just like randomly while we were out traveling. You know? Well, and also, too, if you're ideally if you're fighting and you're getting into arguments ideally you're learning from them and like learning how to 
Can you learn how to say sorry quickly. So apologize quickly. Especially if you're right. Especially like a travel. So traveling together, I think, is a fantastic prerequisite for opening a business together. That's, I bet that's really true. That know? was a big thing, though. Yeah. Because you're making decisions all the time. You're having to decide. You're yeah. And I've traveled by myself. Situations. Whereas traveling by yourself, like, you know, like, I want to stay here another day. Yeah. You just do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, that decision doesn't affect anybody else. Right. But when you're together, like, honestly, I remember when this started. And one way in my brain that I justified, like, traveling the world and drinking beer to prepare for a business um, I was just like, you know what? Like, this is gonna get us mentally prepared to suffer, because like when you're in, when you're in Chile and there's no internet and you gotta go to a grocery store that has no groceries left except for like dry pasta and you're asking for directions, that is an uncomfortable situation. Um, Asking people to raise capital is also an uncomfortable situation. And it puts you in a simpler, in a similar seat where you're just like, I hate my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, like, and so it makes you, but at the same time, you're like, I hate my life right now, but this suffering is gonna get me to, it's gonna get me from, you know, to the next town I need to get to, or it's gonna get me closer to opening this business. And so like, I felt, you know, I, I was in the military beforehand, so I'm very schooled in suffering. I was in the airborne infantry, and so like that's all we do. And but like with Sarah, I was just like, I don't, you know, I was like, it, I was like, this is gonna make me better at kind of like suffering. I think in the civilian world, and I was like, I felt like with Sarah, it would be like, I was like, you don't, she was like, she'll never complain about anything with starting this business if. You have that right, right, right. That Very time. minimal, miserable conditions in <laughs> living in a tent. foreign situations, and that's what starting a business yeah. is. Everything is foreign to you. Oh, every, I mean, it, the thing, thankfully, you know, I, I had twelve years' experience brewing, so a lot of this stuff wasn't new. Actually, when I got in here, finally, when we started brewing, I'm like, okay, finally, I know Thank what to God. do. Yeah. We're at the point where, like, I know what to do. But everything like you said, raising Enough money, uh, construction, permitting, yeah. all that stuff. And unfortunately for Amy, she has not dealt with this. A lot of stuff, everything is new for her. So a lot of times I have to remind her, like, you just you just take it day by day a lot of times and like not everything's gonna go right. Yeah. You learn from things, some things, you know, whatever. It's start starting a business, there is there's so many books about how to do it, so many podcasts, whatever, but until you do it, you do not you don't know. know how to do it. Yeah. None, none of that can actually no, like walk you through the There's no schooling no that, that completely, uh, that, that No that one that starts a business is ready to start a business. Yeah. That's just not how it works. Yeah. You jump out of the airplane and you build a parachute. <laughs> Hopefully you build it fast enough yeah. before you hit the ground yeah. because that's, that is starting a business. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, and I, I uh, didn't even have the option, so a little, just quick about me. So when we were in Austin, uh, before we decided to start this, I did not start my, uh, she pushed me out of the plane. Oh. <laughs> she, she sold our house before I quit my job and said, we have to do this. And I was like, well, I guess, I guess I don't have an option here because I don't know where I'm going to live, so I quit my job the next day. Yeah, I actually know the whole reason we traveled because Sarah made me travel. I good, didn't. I didn't good not wives wanna, I didn't push know. You were looking to plane. settle in a in one location at yeah. the time, right? I, I wanted to just stop moving yeah. around. I was tired. Yeah, we both are lucky. Um, so yeah. Oh, thank thank you so <laughs> well, much. No, so why? So remind me why you settled in Georgia. Like well, we so we went to school here, and that's how okay. we know Billy too. We all went to school that's back right. to okay, UGA, that's the, oh, okay. and that's a little bit of our story of the round trip. We uh, left Georgia, traveled back, around for yeah. a while, and then we came back. Yeah. But also, that's obviously, right. we love traveling or incorporating. Yeah. I grew up here too, so yeah. it's kind of similar. Yeah, yeah, it's um, crazy. Yeah, because I'm I'm curious. I haven't dug too much into your travels, but. Yeah. Well, my, most of my travel, I mean, we, we did not have the travel experience like y'all had, obviously, and most people have not. No. <laughs> most of mine was, yeah, say, by, by myself, or, you know, like I did um, study abroad in New Zealand, um, and then brewing school in Germany. I spent a lot of time, probably four four trips in Germany. Brewing, okay. school, brewing school was the extended one. Nice. And then... Um, 
uh, yeah, kind of did a solo trip after college. That was a little bit more on the how can I spend ten dollars a day kind of a thing. Yeah, like, yes. I like I don't even eat euros. Like that's too expensive. I'm going to the grocery store and buying oh a loaf God. of bread kind of a thing. Wow. Yeah. What part of Germany did you go? To? Uh, mostly southern. Yeah, uh, okay. I spent a little time up in Berlin, but Berlin most uh, mostly I've been in southern Germany, uh, mostly Munich. Uh, oh, that's cool. where going school was. Yeah. Cool. Nice. yeah, I think you maybe went to the same place that Josh went to. Domen's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Siebel. Yeah. Yep, that's nice. the same thing Josh did. Yeah, our brewmaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we spent a lot of time in Germany and probably yeah another month. In so we're done with Belgium. We're done with yeah. Holland. So now you're in Germany. Yeah, we're in Germany. We started in Cologne. same deal. House deal. Like you're doing the house sitting yeah. 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 Where, where did we? And it just got worse and worse on the houses. Or? I kind of. It was uh, funny. Like, yeah. Actually, of, we got some good. One German of the ones. most excited houses we were pumped about was in Berlin because it was from these American expats American. that were journalists. Yeah, that's probably common with Berlin. Um, yeah. They had this beautiful, like the the listing was this beautiful colonial house in this old neighborhood in yeah. Berlin, and we get there and. We walk inside and they have all these like cleaners People running around. People are fumigating around. the place. And I was like, this They're wearing is masks. Weird. Here, is while, while you're talking about this, you're going to pour me the dark check. Yeah, I'll the dark check. I, I, I want to uh, wait for one Prague on this one, but and, like we'll talk about it when we get to And Prague. this was like the yeah. peak of the summer. So as you guys, I'm sure you're familiar with like a lot of old houses. Most old houses in Europe don't have air conditioning. Right. So it's like in the 90s in Berlin. And we go in there and they're like giving us a tour, like a brief tour of the house. Like, here's this room, here's this room. And we're like, and they're like, people are cleaning up. And we're kind of like, it's kind of is like a weird, like grimy feel. But we're like, okay, we're desperate for a stay. These American expats seem cool. One, let, let, me you, like a, let me ask you this about the house. What were the toilets? What were the toilets? Or did they have the the plate that uh, everything falls on and then pushes forward? Oh yeah, actually I have an interesting story about those. Okay, that so they were regular toilets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing they're regular toilets. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So they, I, you I gotta, know what you he's gotta, talking you about. You haven't experienced Germany until you've experienced yeah. these toilets. So basically, I feel like maybe I've experienced these toilets. I just need more details. So so it's basically you do your, you do your business, but instead of going into water, it falls. Onto the silver platter. Yeah. Oh, plate catches. Yeah. yeah. And then doesn't yeah. yeah. the waterfall. Yeah. Water flushes it off. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Oh, so my my issue in quick quick couchsurfing.com story. Um, with are these that, fancy with this, toilets? Hold on. Are these this fancy is, toilets? This is a very like... off-topic podcast material I right here. I love it. Um, but so you, you, do your, you do your stuff. We're all adults here. We know what goes on. It falls on this plate, <laughs> and so. But my problem is, I was so intrigued by this, and it was. I was staying at a hotel in Austria, um, Lake Hallstatt in Austria, just south of Salzburg. So I, I, I take a picture of it. I'm like, this is amazing. Wait, wait <laughs> this is before on the tour. After you put a turret on there, because I mean, you do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was myself. On there, <laughs> and this is this is before this is when you you had a half megapixel digital camera. Oh yeah, way yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, holds it in my. You had to slide the, the cards in there and all that oh, the SD yeah. cards. The extra and it was storage. amazing if you could hold like a hundred pictures on yeah. these things. Bad pictures. But but then I got to um, uh, so store that memory. I go to Vienna. And I'm meeting up with some people that I met up with on CapTriffing.com. And she's like, let me check out all your pictures from where you've been. I'm like, yeah, here you go. She's popping through and she's like, what is that? (laughs) I'm like, well, I know. And I I was beat red. I'm like, oh, my God. And two girls that were showing me all around Vienna. And, I, and then I explained, I'm like, we don't have these things. This is amazing. And so she was like, you okay, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> thankfully they spent, <laughs> so a couple of days, they That's spent hilarious. a couple of days, but they did not let me forget our, the, the funny picture that they saw yeah, the whole time. Yeah, you can't forget that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I, anyway, way off subject, he asked about toilets or place in Berlin. Apologies. Apologies. Yeah. No. So, yeah. so we, we'll we go can, back to we Berlin. We can take a break if we need to. Um, Sir. They're they're like old school uh, like German toilets. So yeah, it's not like this, a, was like, yeah. this was like this was like. So they don't make these 
Chinese toilets. I hope not. Probably. I mean, no. the, I, mean I, I was Chinese like way out there, Austria. So it might have been an old hotel. But I've, uh, I think I've only seen them in Berlin, not in like Munich or. Like, that was the one. I saw one in Austria. That was the only one. Wow. <laughs> and does it does it do a good job of flushing? Oh yeah, it's. Really? <laughs> like, like, wiped it clean, like nothing was ever there. Clean. I need to But I think it freaks so many people out that they probably saw yeah. making it. <laughs> I don't think I have a picture of it. I, I, I don't know if I have a photo, Old but... Old school German toilets? I, I literally, like, I, I was staying with my friend Christian, and he was in Berlin at the time, and... I really had to go and I, I used his facilities and when I came out, I, I was like, what was Wait, it? like this? What's up with your toilet? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like this plate that you're, you're hovering over is actually not that low. It's pretty high up. So whatever falls on there is still pretty close to... It's, it was, uh, it was strange. <laughs> close to the goods. You're like, um, that could mix. And, uh... Yeah. If it's a deuce, it's a deuce and a half. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's right? uh, <laughs> Oh my god. That's funny. Yeah, I, I don't remember these. I, I, but I had to ask him, like, okay, what's the proper way of using this? Because I don't know if I did it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we get, so we say yes to this house. We're like, sure, we'll watch your, your dog that is, like, at this point, very old like just days away from probably passing. Like he's just still like, but happy-go-lucky, but just this old German shepherd. And then this cat that literally, it, it was a white cat with a black mustache. No. Yeah, it was almost stereotypical. It was, it was ridiculous. So anyway, we're like, sure, we'll watch, we'll watch these dogs. Your dog and cat. And so we get in there, they're gone. Like we just let ourselves into the house and they left their dog and cat there just like they didn't like explain. They didn't like show you the dog and I cat. I mean briefly yeah, they briefly, like give us the briefly yeah. here's the dog. I would say the introduction. Well, we went and we came back good. and then we yeah. came back again. So when we came back again, they were already gone. They're like, let yourself in. And we let ourselves in and like the just the kitchen. So we go in the kitchen and it's beautiful so floor to ceiling windows facing the south side so there's sun all day Good and there's this giant jar of kombucha just sitting fermenting in the direct sun and so immediately you walk in and you're like i smells can't like vinegar smell in here because like kombucha is funky you know like it's supposed to be in a shaded place 60 70 degrees yeah, like not 85 in the sun um yeah. and so we're like all right it smells like kombucha in here and we're walking in and like there's like like cheerios like permanently like smashed into like the grout of the floors and we open the refrigerator and there's like five molded over half avocados so when does the fight happen there's like <laughs> no i i didn't oh, oh, the fight back. happens when i'm how did He's you miss outside. this on the tour? Like, yeah. no, because we got a really brief tour. We were tour. focused on the fumigation. And, and so Sam literally got to a point where Sam found like a, uh, I found a cast like a, iron a skillet, and he was cooking breakfast on the grill outside on the I, skillet. They had a Weber grill we outside, and I cooked. Yeah, cook I cooked outside kitchen. breakfast, lunch, and dinner like, on a Weber grill. Rain or shine. It is for not about is three days. Oh, it's so gross! Small. Like the showers were like yeah. Germany has hard water, but like the shower head had like three inches of like calcium deposit like coming from the shower head yeah. like you're like this is like people like well off made, americans you made vitamins are living stuff. like this in this house and they had two kids and their whole excuse was like we we sorry sorry we have two kids like life's crazy and i was two like kids. i was like i mean well, like that one was we weird. have friends that have like that multiple kids anyway that one was like rough we that was the one we said yes sucked. to and we were like never again like mm -hmm. we're gonna have to like we're gonna have to evaluate we'll be a, little a little bit more before we go through this. Yeah. Um, so, so beer wise, though, beer in Berlin. <laughs> yeah, beer yeah. Wise. Beer so, wise, yeah. Beer wise, yeah. wise, we started in Cologne, um, and then just did kind of the Kolsch tour. You know, hit up, um, you know, five or six different Kolsch breweries, and it was fantastic. I actually was there when I was like 12 years old. Um, and I just remember the church there's Yeah, yeah, I've walked out. up the it's church. A, yeah, it's, it's pretty the top. It's yeah. amazing. It's a lot of stairs. It's a lot of stairs, and it's about shoulder width. Yeah. Um, and so it was Sarah's first time in Germany, I guess. And it was, yeah, just a cool experience. 
and I still remembered it from the first time I was there. But this time we got to just crush Kolsch the whole time and got that experience of like yeah, doing the know. glassware. Yeah, yeah, like you know, they just continue to bring. Oh, I like the thing at Halfway because that's cool. Yeah, Halfway did it recently, yeah, cool. um, which was really awesome. Um, We've talked about wanting to do that whenever we can get to a point where we're right. not worried about yeah. all the I mean, if we had, like, table yeah. service around here, I, it would be cool to have, like, the whole coaster oh, thing and just, awesome. you know, keep supplying people beer and until they say never, yeah. no, no I'm more. I'm a bigger right? fan of all beer, so I probably want to yeah. yeah, so yeah. we're up in same, uh, same deal. Same, op- yeah. same op- you know, situation. Uh, we did that up in Dusseldorf. Uh, Dusseldorf as well mm-hmm. um, and then kind of from there we went down to um, where, Bomberg Nuremberg Bomberg yeah, Bom- so, yeah Bomberg I'm a big fan of smoke beer smoke beer yeah so um, like you know um, the Special and yeah. um, the we have one on tap right now yeah I know I saw you got yeah, the yeah. Special yeah. Palace maybe right no no I have the smoke smoke and translator so okay. it's a smoke smoke beer they use Vireman malt from Bamberg oh nice um, so we went to yeah. Vireman and like yeah like, cool when it's I said we went to Vireman like that was another place that we like sent an email to oh cool and they're like international sales rep well the owner I sent the it to like, did you meet the violence? I didn't meet her because it was She's her great. birthday and they were in Italy oh okay and so like I sent her an email though I was like Victoria. they're good friends with my, my old uh, owner in Texas they're good okay. friends so I met them so a few we, have times. An, we have an open invitation to go back to that they have yeah. an annual ball yeah. in their ballroom yeah, so probably it probably goes around brow. Is my guess is they probably do it around the brow, the big conference, the beer conference. Probably, I can't yeah. remember when they do it. I yeah. just know that I'm gonna go. It's gorgeous because that place is like Willy Wonka's yeah. chocolate factory for malt. Yeah. it's amazing. So can we get an invitation? We gotta, oh, we, yeah. gotta, we, gotta we gotta go, go to this. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's like if you know somebody who knows somebody, you have an yeah. invitation. Yeah, Fritz, Fritz like goes over there and stays with them. They're so nice. They're super nice. Um, but yeah, Bomberg is definitely like one of those. It's like Portland in the United States, where like yeah. you go there and you're like, "This is a special beer experience," or like Asheville down here in the South. Yeah. Um, but I think I still think Portland's the best place in the world to drink beer. But Bomberg is it's yeah. up there too. It's it, cool. it might be like uh, man, it's all. It's I mean, all every really brewery cool. you go to is just it's just awesome. And I want to say Franconia has more breweries per capita than anywhere else in the world, but. Um, there's not a ton of people there, but yeah. So down in Bomberg, Nuremberg, um, definitely got into smoke beer. Then um, the Hefeweizens down there were out of control. Yeah, uh, there was a. Smoke oh man, they have a, I, I drank so many like uh, Hefeweizens, tall glass Hefeweizens oh, to get the pull on her, and it has like almost like a lemony character too. Yeah, the lemony. Oh, and so, so like we went to this place called St. George and Brow. and I, it, it's somewhere between Just Bomberg. Just north of Nuremberg. Yeah, it's somewhere between Bomberg and Nuremberg. And I was following this like 90s websites suggestions. Some dude made a website back in like 99 um, and had all these like really good Czech and German beer recommendations. And so I was kind of just following his recs and he recommended this St. Georgian Brow and, you know, outdoor beer garden overlooking just like, you know, the Bavarian countryside. They're pouring the beer straight out of wooden casks. It was just out of control. And the no, beer Yeah, nobody was there. Like Yeah. It was very uh very quaint that we just rolled the dice. Where on. was it? I feel like it was just north of Nuremberg. Yeah. It is north of but Nuremberg. But it was the best Hefeweizen we had. It was the best Germany. one I've had ever. Um I wanna know, so for us we're like we're big pretzel fans and so when we were in Germany we're like looking for like the best pretzel to pair with our beer we didn't realize like most of Germany like their pretzels are like almost hard that they're like hanging at beer yeah. windows to serve. there's no like I mean I think the Hofbrau house had like some big soft pretzels but outside of that like there was no Bavarian pretzel no, like we have here yeah. in the States yeah. Sarah's definitely and a pretzel, I'm a big pretzel fan yeah. and I was, I was a little uh yeah. What I do miss over there, I miss Spetzel. Love Spetzel. Spetzel's oh, yeah. nice. Spetzel's yeah. good. The, or like when they just bring out an entire pork shank and you're like, oh. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, we, I want to know your experience because we got like 
cussed out a couple times in Munich for splitting plates. For not eating enough food. What was yeah. that one beer hall? Oh, uh, for like splitting it so that way you don't have to pay yeah, Augustiner. Augustiner. Oh, yeah, we the, got the waitress was like that's yeah, it. She was and we had ordered like two huge signs, a pretzel, and like the shank, a bratwurst or and something. The bratwurst. Yeah. So she was like, yeah. that's it. You know what's like, interesting about Bavaria? Well, Munich especially, it's very much like uh, Texas. Yeah. Where it's all about like big portions and yeah. stuff and a lot of meat. And it's like it's very hard to find vegetables there. Oh yeah. Cabbage? Really hard. Or was just cabbage yeah, yeah. or something. Or sauerkraut. Yep. Yeah. Um because I, I was like because it was bad because you know, we spent so brewing school is six weeks over there and uh, four weeks of that was just in Munich. And uh, you can only eat so much uh, potato fried or potato dumplings in different forms, you yeah. know. Or uh, in pork in different forms. I actually think, and that's and there's like gravy yeah. on top of it too usually. Oh, and so like sometimes there's like maybe a tomato slice. The sauerkraut maybe? is like the saving grace of yeah. like the light it's part sour of the, and it's like yeah. So oh, yeah. that and, and I remember it specifically. I we uh, uh, me and the owner of uh, Funkworks, um, Gordon. We um, we went to Pizza Hut because we're like we knew we knew oh, they yeah. had a uh, a salad bar there. And we're yeah. like, well, sweet, we can get pizza and there's a free salad bar yeah. like the U.S. And and, because, and we didn't have any money to like spend a lot of money on yeah. vegetables yeah. and stuff. And on so vegetables and stuff. we went to we went to Pizza Hut and in Munich and um, got the got the buffet the. the uh, pizza, buffet. pizza buffet and we got our salad that comes with it obviously and they go sir the salad is extra I'm like what do you mean and I'm like just come with it because the pizza is the main course yeah, they yeah. go oh no and they be, they were like it's okay you can have one serving but don't go back <laughs> so apparently I mean vegetables are like scarce as shit down in Munich you know it's because they're busy know. growing yeah. hops and stuff yeah. I guess I don't know yeah, so I, yeah, but I, I love Munich. It's a special place in my heart. Me, yeah. me and Amy, we got engaged in Munich. Oh uh, really? Yeah, we got. Uh, there's a big palace just just north, it's like northwest of where the train station is. Yeah, um, and just spent a bunch of time there, brewing school, and yeah. and it, it's def- it definitely shaped a lot of what we do here. Did you do any surfing while you were there? I looked at it a lot. I, I would I would spend hours just watching it. I know. Because we were there for a month, so a lot of times I would just sit on the banks and that watch it. That place is crazy. Super yeah. cool, yeah. So just to fill everybody in, in is it in the English Gardens? It's, yeah, right? it's, it's as the the part of the, the Iser tributary goes to the Englisher Garden, and it's right as it comes in, and they put... So there were um, um, some soldiers after the war, they, they saw a wave there, and I guess they were doing it before even the soldiers came, but then they figured out, some guys from California figured out if they could put a board in, that they could make the wave even bigger, bigger. and that they could surf on it. And so it's just one after another. Like, it's amazing. From, it's it's they, crazy. They take turns from each yep. side yep. hopping on. Yeah, it's super cool. Surf. Yeah. yeah. That was Very energetic. I think we definitely planned to be there for like five minutes and we sat there for oh, like an yeah. hour. Oh, no, yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's very interesting. Probably one of the coolest things, I mean, that, a Hofbrau house is, uh, is just like, you're like, you know, amazing. but it's very true. Like, it is, it's where like, Americans and Italians go to drink. Like, like, for what it is, like, I'm not, I'm, I mean, the beer there is the beer there. I thought August, Augustine or like, I Augustine is the best. That was pretty awesome. That's the but best beer. So, our house. The special house I base off of uh, Augustine Ed- Edelstoff. It's the best. They're a higher strength export salad. So that's that's style. what we base our salad. Yeah, yeah. That that beer is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like, you know, I had just finished reading a book about a dude traveling through Europe in the early '30s, and he was describing the Hofbrauhaus, and then like, you know, I, I went there and saw that, and I was like. Damn, this is crazy. So it's definitely like it's historic. It's just it's weird that it's like that's where Hitler got up on tables and like Correct. announced yeah. what he was doing and stuff. Wild, and you yeah. But and on the ceiling too. So on the ceiling is ribbons, you know, giant ribbons yep. on the ceiling. When I went the first time in 2003, those were swastikas. They made them ribbons within the last five, ten years, ten years, I guess. Yeah. They were swat those big ribbons on the very top, uh-huh. huge ribbon things that are up there. They added one uh, po- portion of it in and ten years ago to get rid of the swash. To fill the, the, wow. the yeah. gaps, yeah. 
Yeah. It was crazy when it's I wild. first saw it. And then when I went back and saw that they added that, I was like, wow, that's, they are doing every, anything that might look, and it wasn't meant to be a swastika. It just looked like that. That wasn't the original intent. Right. They're trying to <clears throat> get rid of anything that could look like a swastika. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, oh, yeah. Sense why We've already established that Nazis are bad earlier in this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Just to remind Nazis everyone, are bad. Yeah. Nazis are bad. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. I mean, after Germany, we ended up going to, to Prague. Yeah. And, yeah, we, we went from... Actually, Wait, and I'm having to check Dark Log right now. Yeah, so right that's great. I, did we go through Poland before? No, no, we went Poland's to uh, where where the Goza, where the Goza's from. Oh, Leipzig. Oh, uh, Leipzig. Leipzig. Yeah, Leipzig. So we spent some time in Leipzig. I'd like to do did that. Did like a back bunch back. of Goza. Like we met a girl at a campsite. Um, on the border uh, on, of Germany on, and Austria, uh, Lake actually. Constance. So like right on that Austrian-Swiss yeah. border. And you know she needed us to watch her dog while she was brushing no, her teeth. No, we didn't watch her dog. Watch. Oh, oh, at the campground. Yeah, the yeah, campground. we watched yeah. her dog while she brushed her teeth, and then she was like, "Hey, if you guys are in Leipzig, like you should hang out with me." And we're like, "That's yeah, a pretty she's sweet this amazing deal. like rock climber yeah. that traveled over the place." And so we took her up on it. It's amazing you run into traveling. Yeah, right? yeah. just when you're open to, to definitely. Just, yeah. Campsites are a good place yeah. to meet uh, people. Yeah. You know, um, or she took us to all the best. Right, so we thought originally like that Goza was from Goslar. And well, the, and you should read. There's a book, the Goza book, that goes into that. Yeah. Okay. The Goza book goes. There's a book. Yeah, it's a great Goza book about book. it. Yeah. I should check it out. I'm a history right. buff. So, but anyways, we were in Leipzig, got our fill of Goza, and then we spent about a week in Prague after that. Um, and then yeah, to get to the the beer we're drinking right now, the Dark Czech Lager. Um, once again, I was checking out that night, late '90s website. Homeboy knew his stuff about beer in Europe, and specifically in, in Prague and in Germany. He mentioned this place called uh, Ufleku, and I'm probably saying it wrong, but... Uh, <laughs> probably. Ufleku. <laughs> <laughs> like or something like that. Um, and it was just like this, you know, people seem to talk about this, this you know, under 5% dark lager. You're like, like, what's the big deal, you know? And it's like... They've been brewing one beer since 1499 or something like that. I think it's the oldest brew pub in Prague. We get there and it's like, you know, you're on cobblestones, you know, huge trees back there, dude playing accordion, and they bring this beer out. And it was like, I would say like, we probably had like three, uh, for, I had three like beer religious experiences when we were traveling. Uh, the first one was um, just outside of Cezanne DuPont having Cezanne DuPont on draft, like literally cool. out of the almost out of the wall of the brewery. Um, the other one was St. George and Brow with the Hefeweizen. And then the third one was the Dark Check Lager. Yeah, you fuck you. And it was just kind of like, it's like this is like a porter, but it drinks like a Pilsner. You yeah, know? you get that, all that. And that's what I was thinking when I was drinking. It's, it's, it's uh, great malt flavor, but dry. Dry. Finishes dry, finishes crisp. Four and a half percent, so it's like you can have three of these and just be totally cool, you know. It's, it's similar to what we got the our, our yep. Munich style. Yeah, it's, but it's, ours is a little bit more on the malty side. I would say this is definitely drier. And that's like, yeah, with the the Czech dark beers, it definitely leans more on the drier side, and definitely like kind of the Southern German lagers are they lean a little heavier into the malt. Um, but yeah, 100% sauce hops. We use a star prominent yeast. So what, what's the name then? Uh, Geist? Guess? Just. 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 It, so what's that? I believe it's a Latin word for adventure. Yeah. Like adventurous times. Yeah. So it seemed fitting for... Fit the... Cool. Kind yeah. of the, uh, the moment. Cool. And I'm assuming you had Pilsner while you were there too. Of course, yeah. No, I'm, I'm a huge Budweiser Budvar fan. Like, yeah. It's like, I love it. I love to have it right I there at the source. It yeah. It's so good. Um, and it's like... It, it's like a little more German, I guess, because like you know, Pilsner Quell, great beer, but um, it's definitely more a true Czech interpretation of the beer. And I feel like Budvar, it, it's just even more crisp and lighter and crushable. Yeah, I, it's interesting when you say like the religious experiences of you know you get it when you've had a beer. I've I've had a few myself. Like one was in Belgium, uh, having a Belgian a house triple at Degar in Bruges, and 
then in um, it was probably in Pilsen uh, when it finally just dawned on me like how good Pilsner beer is and it was you know over a course of a week of being in the Czech Republic and just drinking so much where I'm like this is fucking amazing but and I don't remember if it was like an exact beer or a moment but there was some point when I left the trip and I'm like it was so good, and for the next, you know, well, still to this day, yeah. you know, like I'd say five, six years later, still drinking it. In Prague, um, it like it, we were, we were pilsner. We loved lagers before that, but like going through those places, yeah. it we became like. Well, I would I would disagree that he was before I was. I was drinking more i was drinking more trendy stuff ipas things of that nature before the trip but to me like when we were we were traveling to partially develop our beer program and go what do we want it to look like our palates and for me like light bulbs went off when we went to these um czech pubs and these you know these uh beer gardens in germany going they've made these two beers for 200 years right. and yeah. their pubs be are good. full be pretty good. every yeah. single day because you don't get sick of them. That, and they're that's light, why our, they're made well. Our Pilsner well, is like, our number one seller yeah. and people come here just to you drink that. You don't get sick of it. Yeah. Well, you cannot drink any IPA and over and over right. and over that's for 100 true. years. It's, yeah. impo- it's like there, there's, there's more history there too. He disagrees. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Doc's like, I like IPAs. I like them hazy. <laughs> yeah. But there's more history there with with um, the Czech because they had, I, I don't know how many thousands of breweries in their country in the 1800s. And then they came down to like literally just a few hundred breweries to, to this day. And I think they're probably starting to, to grow, grow again. again yeah. But like there was so much consolidation. And so the breweries that survived, it's almost like you have to give them a you know, give them the applause for yeah. oh, having 100%. good beer and, and yeah. keep going. But also, I mean, there it was. Um, they were fascists for a while. <laughs> Remember, Nazis are bad. But uh, but that's also a reason why when you're you're in the Czech Republic, a lot of the meals are going to be no more than ten U.S. dollars, right? Because mm-hmm. there's right. there's a certain amount of money that they're willing to pay for a meal, and beer is going to be cheaper than water, okay. so it's less than a U.S. dollar. Which and I love. I wish we had yeah, that it was like if you walk yeah. into a bar like, in Prague like and you're paying eight dollar US dollars for a beer, you're you're in a tourist trap and you should leave. You should get out. I mean, you just Quickly. walk a block and you'll probably find something that where you can get a, a, a much better beer. beer poured right. out of the tank. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there, there's you know the the economics in their history too that kind of plays into the beer that they develop and, and everything. But yeah. I, I don't know if you guys had a chance to go into like Pilsen and see the caves. We didn't that, get to Pilsen, no. Yeah. The, the oh, caves okay. uh, for Pilsen and Cal are pretty epic. Pretty epic. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they span the entire town and they're only going to show you, you know, just a very tiny portion, but um, it's, it's really cool. Yeah, that, that's it. on our next. That's on we our. Were, this is when we were like yeah. gypsies and tired, and we're like an hour and a half to get there by bus. <laughs> we were also so. like, so her her family's um, her her dad's side of the family's Polish, so her grandmother, you know, lived in Poland for twenty years from you know nineteen forty to nineteen sixty or so, and then her dad was born in Poland, and so part of the trip was we had to get up. To we went to Poland. Poland to meet my whole, basically my whole father's side of the family. Yeah. Wait, so, cool. sorry. And I, I was just taking a break away from yeah. that. So you're Polish? Yeah. Yes. Obviously, yeah, I'm too. Mom. My I'm Polish too. Yeah. Casper. Casper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Except my, I have the strangest Polish name ever. It's right. It ends with an E. That's strange. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah. It? it used to not. It used to have a W and a J in there, and those got dropped. So I'm one of the only Polish people that you know with an I at the end that doesn't have a W in the middle. Yeah. So everybody when they see my name they say your name is Mikowski I'm like no it's Mikowski there's no W and they go okay Mr. Mikowski I'm like where's the W and I didn't understand it for a long time and so I did more research into genealogy and saying oh everybody that has this last name had a W that's why people pronounce it it like that yeah My yeah. my maiden name was but I think Kotomsky. Yeah, Kotomsky. My and I'm pretty sure the the town that my family's from got obliterated during World War II. It's like I, they like ten did. twenty miles north of Warsaw. So yeah, I think it was just flat. So that's kind of like kind of where you know Lucy, your grandmother. Yeah, my family's was born. from a small town outside of Warsaw. Outside of Warsaw. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so I, it was weird. Speaking of Nazis, we went to Auschwitz. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know you have you have to when you go to Poland, especially when you have family that have spent time there. Um, but yeah, the Poland beer scene, I was surprised that it wasn't. There was not much of a craft beer scene in Krakow or Warsaw. Krakow more so than Warsaw. I mean, the, I didn't. What I didn't realize is like border is is big in, in Poland. Yeah, so Huge. there was were a, I think it was there were a lot of invented in Poland, yeah. right? Um, so there were a lot of Baltic porters and and pilsners. Pilsners, but yeah, right. But that was more yeah. of a kind of like see family and stuff, and then just yeah. crush beer and yeah, it's a doing what we were doing. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a weird country. It is weird. Well, it's, weird. Warsaw. it's, Warsaw. it's Warsaw. one of those countries that was overtaken a lot of time, and line you know lines were drawn so many times oh, with yeah. Russia and everything. So. It has a lot of different influence and, and probably a lot of Eastern Bloc stuff still going on. And, it's strange. Yeah. yeah, you get a lot of like Prussian, Soviet, uh, uh, the unfortunate things of World War II, um, and then also like like you know Holy Roman Empire stuff. Yeah. You know, like old medieval. Yeah. Well, it's kind of similar almost to. Um, I would say to Belgium in the fact that I got run over so many times. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally, because it's flat. China, yeah. it's flat. And you could just kind of like, that's why the line shifted yeah. so much. But mm-hmm. but yeah, we had to get out of the Czech to, to visit family. And so actually her grandmother was in Poland, like from Chicago while we were there. And so we were able to go and see where, you know, her father was born that's and cool. like the river that she used to like bathe them in. Just like crazy Weird that stuff. church and all, she was and married also in. Learned, yeah. like, like we, part of my time is we were visiting, I was meeting like my cousins for the first for time. For the first time. Who yeah. are, who that's are, um, my closest cousin to me is gay. And I never understood why my grandmother would whisper when she'd go like, he's gay. And I was like, why does she, why does she do this? We're in the United States. Like, but I didn't learn and didn't know until I was there. Like it is literally like illegal, illegal. to, to like announce to in your workplace or yeah. anything that you are Cause he works for the homosexual. government. Yeah. And so it was a, just a crazy reality check being there and learning of this entirely different culture in this, yeah. you know, not a third world country um, and not a, a country that's just under a, any sort of just a dictatorship or yeah. communism, but it, yeah, it's very, very different there. Um, beautiful country I love <laughs> on, on that note. Yeah. Um, Krakow is nuts. I would say if you're going to go drink craft beer in Poland, you probably go to Krakow for mm-hmm. sure. If you're trying to have like a, a hip time in Poland. Yeah, definitely. Warsaw is Warsaw more, is more like, like the, you're going to do the World War II kind of situation. You're going to just mm-hmm. see how because the whole city leveled. was leveled and they rebuilt the city to look like how it was. Right. So it almost is like, like a yeah. Actually, wish they had done that in Atlanta. But Munich, you would say that's Atlanta. No, I wish they had done that. Atlanta looked more like a like an Amsterdam style. Before the Civil War, for sure, really? yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was burnt all down, burnt down, and yeah, and then we rose from the ashes, of course, like a phoenix. And, a phoenix, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why, like, you know, if we you know, there's a well, I mean, the history with Atlanta is always rebuilding and redoing. This is true. All we do is, yeah, it's constant. Atlanta is always under construction, but yeah. Um, Did have you guys yeah. spent any time in other parts of Eastern Europe? You know, yeah, that's uh, uh, when when we were in Berlin right after I graduated from high school. So this was '03. We had briefly discussed about crossing the border and going to Poland, but like our train ticket didn't get us over there or whatever. And we, you know, eating out of grocery stores. So uh, yeah, this, this is like pre like eat stuff is not easy on the internet to like. No, yeah, at, at that point either. We're, yeah. we're going to internet cafes oh and it's tough. Yeah. Um, there weren't phones you could like pull up and see like how, how could we get it. That's hard. That's hardcore. Yeah. That's like the yeah, original. Uh, I remember traveling through Europe like that in high school and early in college, and it's like yeah. you go there now and you just feel so much smarter. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, so much yeah. smarter. But yeah, far as east, I, I went to Vienna, so that's the farthest right. east I've gone. Yeah. yeah, but that that yeah, I'd like to go into areas that are definitely less touristy because I mean and, and that's how I feel now especially too going to Europe a few times and, and traveling around I, and I, we're going to Italy this summer and I Where went going to uh, Coma oh um, nice like Coma? yeah yeah nice um, I was stationed in Italy when I was in the army so I lived in Italy for two years oh okay uh, Vicenza 
we used to go up to Lake Garda all the time. Yes. Yeah. Pretty close there. Yeah. Coma's awesome. But I, I'm, I'm more excited now just the small towns. That's, because yeah, that's, dude, that's how we are, too. Well, that's, that's how you actually get a feel for the country, right? You're not right. going to get a feel for the country by going to the Central Business District in Munich. No. Like, no. You'll Definitely see, not. like, you'll drink some beer and, like, but it's very insulated. They're going to give you what you want, but you're not going to... You're not going to gain any kind of appreciation for where you're at by doing yeah. that. So, Definitely. so I like to go, and, and it was easier in Germany because I spoke a little bit of German. Uh, but Italy will be a little bit different because I won't really speak any Italian. But it is always good to learn a few keywords. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Hi. Learn a couple of the foods, learn some numbers. But, yeah, uh, I, I have to say, when uh, I think my second trip to Italy, I was down in the Puglia region and I was doing a four oh, day. The heel. Yeah, the, the heel of the boot. Uh, it, it was it was lovely. Uh, there are some towns there that are not, but the vast majority is, is pretty cool. No, but uh, I, I was by myself on a bike for five days. Okay. And I was going from town to town and, and staying in different places, but it was it was a challenge because I was surviving off of the broken English that they could speak. Because I knew zero Italian. Yeah. You're and, just pointing at stuff and trying to make it work. You know, making sure I'm paying the bill and you know, just you know, How give me the wine. How long ago was this? Oh man, this was probably seven, eight years ago. No, okay. it was. No, it was about 10 years, years. About 10 years ago now. Gosh, wow. Time but, with, but with that, or going to any small town, I think you just have to get comfortable with the idea that it's going to be hard. Yeah. Right? You just have to know going in, like, it's just going to be awkward, and you you'll do. figure it out. You're not going to starve. And I, and I think... Uh, people are usually it, good. You the know? first time you do it, it's really scary, I think. And then when you go into it, you're like, yeah, the people are good. They're, a no. lot of times, they're very interested that you're even there. They're curious why yeah. you're Why would there? you come here? Yeah. <laughs> this, was, this was also in the early days of the smartphone. And I, yeah. you know, well, I, I had a phone that could, you know, work abroad, but it was a really crappy BlackBerry. And I was, you know, like I said, I was on a bike. And so... I couldn't rely on like Google Maps to get me where I needed to go. I literally had printouts that I had on the bike that I was going to, to get to wherever I was. And most of the time I'm on rural roads where there is no one around. And so you just hope that you made the right turn at the right time and you just kind of, you know, guess. Yeah. yeah, we're big fans of small towns too. <laughs> Even the States. We were just actually, we took a week Brego. off and we were out in Utah for a week. This is the first time we left the business and just like we're like, hey, let's see if the whole can run week itself. That's yeah, yeah. that's um, a lot. I, I went this weekend to Tennessee for two days. And okay, thought the place was gonna burn down. Yeah, no, we were like, <laughs> it's a place we burn. But we were not only in Utah, but we were like, we did a three-day backpacking trip in the southern section of Capitol Reef, like southern. U so no, no cell phone reception for like four and a half, five days. Whoa. Um, yeah, that's. And, and it was. Uh, I don't know if I can do that right now. <laughs> Well, yeah. when will six months be for you? Yeah, when? Uh, four months from now. Okay. okay. Yeah, so we're two months in. Yeah. So like, even a month ago, I would have been like, yeah. no, I don't, I don't think so. But it was, it was great. It was like a it's good. Um, but yeah. It was a good gauge of like, can we, can we continue to do this? Because we're. Like at our core, we are not workaholics. Like we're passionate about what we're doing, but like we are not going to be the owners that are going to be in the tap room there all hours of the day. That's not that's not what we it's want. Not my goal. That's not what we want to do. And so this was like a good like a great like toe in the water of can things working? are we doing this right? Because the idea is to create systems right that you don't sure, need yeah, to be there right. to to train people well yeah. enough that your business can sustain as if you're not there. Yeah. Um, so we came back and the best thing I heard was, it was as if you guys weren't even gone. And I was like, amen. Excellent. Like Next trip, okay, we're gonna be awesome. gone next month. Because no. with COVID. <laughs> Y'all are expendable. With Bye. COVID last year, like we have a small group of close friends and a lot of our friends were getting married last year and the remainder of our friends are getting married this year. Everybody's Everyone getting is getting married, married this, year. this year for us. So we are literally out like, Every month, there's probably two weddings. Like until eight weekends this summer, October. and so yeah. we're like, okay, I think things can start. Yeah. To well, and that's why we're going to Italy. So we're 
So yeah, we're, we're going to be gone for a week in That's Italy. Great. And when is this next month? And it's because of a wedding. So my, my old boss in uh, in Texas, he's getting married in Lake Como. Um, and he, he came a few weeks ago to surprise me here to see how things were going. And he told me about all the activities that were planned in Lake Como. And I was like, I guess I can't, can't say no to that. Yeah. You've built a beautiful place yeah. and, and the, your it, team it'll, seems great. It'll beer will pour. Yeah, exactly. Pour, beer will pour. Beer Yeah. Beer's been made. Yeah. Most of the taps are full and we aren't pushing a ton of beer out of here right now, so we can we can right. do it. Um yeah. anyway. We oh, yeah. we digress. Yeah, I, we're, we're, I feel like hopefully we're close to the end of the travels, it's, but I maybe we're not. We're close. Yeah, I mean, like so we <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we haven't gone to Asia yet. We're leaving Poland. Uh, Asia was uh, earlier in my life. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. we didn't go to Asia. We, we, didn't, we didn't actually. We didn't yeah. touch Asia. We wanted to touch New Zealand and Australia. Oh uh, yeah, but we realized awesome. that was going to be another five I, months. I, so I lived in Christchurch for six months, and it was oh. awesome. Yeah. So is that pretty. the North Island or the South Island? South Island. Yeah. Yeah. We I went really a car for 500 bucks and I sold it so for 500 our, bucks. Our plan was to do the same thing. We were going to like buy yeah. a van, but I think that like if Instagram hadn't been invented yet, maybe it would still be possible, but now everybody's yeah. trying to do that stuff. So. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, there, there was no way, uh, and you had to get, get in the newspaper to find a car then too. This was oh, wow. 2005. Well, at least it's all in English. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No language barrier. Yeah. The language. But again, you got the small towns and you're like looking around and they're like, why are you here? Same kind right, of deal. Right. But um, yeah, so you're in Poland and. Yeah, we left Poland and like after we left Poland, by, by the end of Poland, I'd probably eaten more food in like oh one God. and a half months than I had normally in three. It was months. it was abusive. It like was my disgusting. family was yeah. like I actually I passed out at it. a table with like food. They're in like my that. Mouth. Those Polish friends oh. are hot like that. I, like, I got a buddy in Chicago. But in Chicago, they came over from Poland, and I went to went over to eat with them one day when I was in college. And they're like throwing sausage at you. And, and like as like, you're leaving, walking like out the door. I'm like, like I, I don't, I'm literally, I can't eat more food. They're like, what's wrong oh, yeah. with you? No, I, I made this special for you. Eat all the sausage. And like, he, no, yeah. it hurts me. What the food for that food is vodka. If you can't eat, and and for Sam, like my family who speaks no English is just basically like in their language like pussy and then they're like, here's vodka, drink it. And, and I'm like I'm like turning beet red because I'm like getting drunk. I'm super so full. full. I'm so full. <laughs> like, I just literally like lay down and take like a like a this is breakfast, right? This is in the middle of lunch. <laughs> We're not even to the end of lunch yet. We're not even to the fish. Was the average eat like amount of meals oh that gosh. we ate? This like, is a special day for them now. It was um, a big day. That was the thing. Remind yourself. You got you've been traveling for so long, this and this is like a big freaking deal for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it, it is. the case where you were you're insulting them by not eating? Yes. Right. hundred percent. That's like going and meeting your new mother-in-law. You know, you got to eat everything. Yeah. If you don't eat everything, you're immediately a loser. And all yeah. you do is work. You try to make up for all of your food mistakes for the rest of your life. And so I was like, I can't do that, but I did because I, it's impossible to eat that much food. So we survived. But anyways, that was that was we said. I said that because we went to Scandinavia after that and we were like we went on like a detox like we didn't all we ate we stayed with friends in um southern sweden and we just ate like pretty much vegetarian salad out of the garden and it was like late june early july so you're you're looking at like 20 hours of sunlight it was so awesome Elsewhere Brewing for joining us to record this episode. Join us again for the finale in part three when all the beers we consume during the recording really start to take effect. For more about this episode, check out our website, roundtripbrewing.com slash podcast. If you're thinking of stopping by Elsewhere Brewing here in Atlanta, they are located in the beautiful Grant Park neighborhood where, well, it's a seller's market these days and trying to buy a house can be quite an experience. 
we let ourselves in and like the just the kitchen so we go in the kitchen and it's beautiful floor to ceiling windows facing the south side so there's sun all day Good and there's this giant jar of kombucha just sitting fermenting in the direct sun and so immediately you walk in and you're like I smells like vinegar smell in here because like kombucha is funky you know we're walking in and like there's like like cheerios like permanently like smashed into like the grout of the floors and we open the refrigerator and there's like five molded over half avocados but, like the shower head had like three inches of like calcium deposit like coming from the shower head yeah. like you're like this is like people like well off made, americans made vitamins are living stuff. like this in this house and they had two kids and their whole excuse was like we we sorry sorry we have two kids like life's crazy Beerfly Podcast is a production of Round Trip Brewing Company, located on the Upper West Side of Atlanta. Voiceover help from Chris Mykoski, design help from Scott Miller. We'll see you next time on the Beerfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for flying with us today. We know you have many options in air travel, and we were probably the cheapest.